Welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander, the crossroads where culture, lifestyle, and community meet, all hosted by the legendary New York radio TV personality and proud Harlem American, G. Keith Alexander. Thank you and welcome to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. Wherever you are, I appreciate you for joining our neighborhood as we hang out together in Harlem America. Now, today in the What's Hot Spotlight, we have two award-winning music icons, Melissa Morgan and Jeff Redd. You can catch their exciting show with Roy Ayers, an evening of jazz, R&B, and dance, November 25th at the Black Spectrum Theater in Queens. So it is my distinct honor and pleasure to say that Melissa Morgan and Jeff Redd are what's hot. Hello there. Hello. Uh, hey, what's happening? How are you? How oh, are I'm you? doing okay. Thank you. So nice to see both of you. Uh, I've been uh, I've been looking forward to this when they told us that, that we we're going to have you. So thank you for joining us. Thank so, you for having us. Thank you. My pleasure. So as I do with all my guests, I always say, let's take the uh, Wayback Machine and uh, let's start with Melissa. Melissa, uh, tell us what it was like growing up as uh, little Melissa. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I had a religious family. We went to church a lot because uh, the church was right across the street from my house. So every Sunday I was uh, uh, shooted off to church and Bible study and all of that. So uh, that was wonderful. And then I uh, joined the choir, uh, a choir called the Starless of Corona when I was nine years old and started singing locally around the community with the choir. And uh, it was a wonderful thing. I had my brother and my sister come and support me and my family. And uh, I've been singing ever since. <laughs> and, and you're actually from right across the river from New Jersey, is, is, is that it? No, no, I'm from Queens, New York. I'm actually. Oh, you're from Queens. Yeah, I'm actually down the street from uh, where it used to be Met Stadium, City Field. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Yeah. Oh, uh, excellent. Thir- yeah, 34th Avenue and uh, uh, Corona, New York. <laughs> do, do, do they still rem- do they still remember you out there? Oh, yes, yes, yes. My pastor, all, all, all the people still remember me and they still support me and ask me to do little things in the community and I try to help. <laughs> well, that, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, Jeff, tell us, what was it like dr- growing up as a uh, little Jeff? Little Jeff uh, started playing drums at five years old. And um, then little Jeff would always have to sing because his father who loved music wanted his sister and him to sing. So it was a song that my sister and I used to sing called I Know I'm In Love by Chi Chi and Pepe. So every time people came over, we would have to sing. And then my father passed suddenly when I was eight. And two years later, a lady's house that we lived in um, asked my mother, could she take my sister and I to a concert? And I didn't know we were going. So we get on this, wait on this long line and you know, we finally get into the theater and the people are standing up screaming. And the first thing I heard was, are you really ready for some super dynamite soul? Well, thank you because now it's start time. And it was James Brown. And then when I saw him perform, I said, that's what I want to do. He changed my life. And by God's grace, I met him years later at a Jack the Rapper convention. And I told him how he changed my life. So, you know, that was um, growing up in Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon is a small city, four square miles. 
And um, a lot of people come from Mount Vernon, P. Rock, Steel Smooth, Heavy D, I'll Be Sure, Denzel Washington, the list goes on and on. J.B. Smooth. So, you know, we're a very tight community, creative community, a sports-driven community. So, you know, it's that sort of thing. So it was great growing up in Mount Vernon. Money earning Mount Vernon. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, uh, now, uh, you two, have you ever performed together b before? You're All the time. You're going to be on this show. <laughs> really? <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, let, let's talk about that a little bit, Jeff. Uh, you recently got married, and I yeah. saw. Oh. Uh, uh, yes, it is wonderful. I saw on your uh, uh, wedding uh, bio that you had online that I'm the one that helped you reach your wife. You know, it's so crazy because she, let's check this out. Check this out. G. Okay. So okay. I had a show, Melissa and I, of course, we perform all the time together. And we Kings. had a show at the BB Kings. Kings. Yeah. And she had invited her to come. She wasn't going to come to the show because she was going to yeah. go to Jamaica. But she said, I'm going to go. And then when she walked backstage, she had on this denim jacket, red dress, <laughs> this curly afro. And I said, wow. And I, and I, I felt like I knew her, but uh -huh. I, I didn't know her. And um, we hooked up that night. And the rest is, is um, Melissa put it all oh, together. No. And, uh, I, I wish I could have come to the wedding. It looked like I know, man. But you know, you can't you can't blame it. that. Don't blame it on our hearts. Blame it, it on our heads. Because we went we had two weddings, <laughs> matter of fact. We had a wedding in Antigua. They didn't invite me to either yeah. one, but they, they said yeah, that I, I, I introduced them. So I'm I'm really, yes. I'm really yes, happy. Yes, yes, yes. I'm glad mm -hmm. I was in there somewhere. <laughs> you are in there all the time. <laughs> because be you know what Melissa Melissa took Melissa because of Melissa, I got out of the fool's paradise. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I see. And, <laughs> and, and, and then and then it was a do me baby moment after that. Yeah. So we were good so, to go. All right. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be at the anniversary party. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next year. That's right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, well uh, uh, all right. Who follows who on stage sometimes? Do, uh, Melissa, Melissa, I'm always, like following I'm always Rand before Rand? Melissa. Most of the time you I'm are. before Melissa. And then well, a few times she comes before me, you know, yeah, so it, yeah. back and forth. Mm -hmm. it, it, it depends on, you know, what the promoter most of the time wants. You know what I'm saying? Right. And most yes. of the time they don't know what they want. They really? <laughs> <laughs> and, and most of the time it's uh, you, me and Melissa just saying, I'm going to say, yo, I'm going to go because I got to get out of here. Right, then right, I'll go. Right, or she right. said, I got something to do. So she'll go. And go most of the time, we got one or two, three shows a night. You know? Yeah. Oh, but, really? but, but one thing we know of, of this new show coming on November 25th is that we won't be closing. Royal Years will be closing. <laughs> right, exactly. So that's not a problem. That's right. For sure. Well, well, well you know, uh, let me just tell you this. Well, let me ask you this first. Have you guys ever done a, a duet together? No, 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 we haven't. No, yeah. we have that, not. But that's something Let's, that you know that we can do now because a lot of absolutely people, like us, the R and B, you know, icons and legends. We're doing independent stuff now, you know, because we don't have major labels, you know, backing us really anymore. Maybe some mm -hmm. distribution, but that's about it. So now it's something that we could think about doing, whereas before we couldn't think about doing because they was kind of like really telling us what to do. Yeah. They were telling us what to do, but then they wouldn't approve it because like, say if that's Melissa right. and I did a, a duet together and it was great, everybody loved it, but she has a project that's out. And I want this for my album. 
Yeah. And they're saying, well, we're not going to put out Jeff's we're record. Jeff's we got to like, finish Malisa's. Record. So it becomes a conflict of interest. It becomes sometimes. a conflict of interest. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's sometimes. what happened. That's what happened yeah. with uh, 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 Love Changes, you know, with, with Clive. Okay. Clive, Clive is so smart, though. Little sneaky thing. <laughs> <laughs> you had to say that. Go ahead, Melissa. Yes, I did. I love you. Melissa will, that Sagittarius will speak her mind. Go ahead, Melissa. I ain't gonna cut so, you off no more. So, so we did Love Changes, and it was supposed to come out simultaneously on my mm. album and on his, but uh, we was finishing, like he said, we was finishing my album, and Clive released it as Kashif's single. So oh, it's nothing really? we could do. Yeah. So then he got uh-huh. all the accolades. And then by the time mine came out, it was on there. But it was just like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's on there. Oh, but yeah. Right, right. Yeah. We've already bought it on Kashif, you know? Oh, sneaky right. Clyde. But yeah, he's brilliant. Okay. You know, he's brilliant. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. you know, you mentioned before that uh, things have changed. Music has changed as far as the 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 uh, dis- distribution of music and all and all that stuff yeah. has that hurt or helped oh do i go you want me to yeah. go ahead melissa i'll let, let, let you go yeah first. well right now um i have a song out for prince of an asian and i know we'll talk about that later but it was the yeah. first time that i did an independent song on my independent label asylum production and as much as it's wonderful because you have control and stuff like that it's it's a money game absolutely yeah I'm sorry. It's a money Real game. Simple. So, Real so, simple. so the more money you have, the more you can, you know, stay up there with the majors. The less money you have, the the then it hurts. You know what I'm saying? So we try to find somewhere in in the middle to make it work. To work with independent, you know, companies that have their own charts, like Urban Influencer, where I went number one R&B mm-hmm. and UK, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people like that that help you you know, get there. And that's how we got the, the, you know, on the ballot for the Grammy nomination. Or, you know, we wouldn't get it because we can't compete with the money. They, you know, that's the only thing that hurts. It's not the music, but we can't compete with the money. Yeah. And, and, and and the money is the promotion, the money for yes. promotion? Yes. The marketing the, dollars behind the project. Correct. The marketing dollars, the getting the radio, all that, unfortunately, you know, all that costs. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have we have to find a way. I, I'm talking now and, and, and I'm expressing myself. I hate to be, I'm not like Kanye. I ain't angry at nobody or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like Kanye. He's brilliant. Kanye is brilliant. But Absolutely. I'm just saying, we, we have to find a platform where we can talk about things that need to change and 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 if we if we can't do that then then we stay in this bubble right. and, and and we just become these people that just let things happen and and we have to stop that we have to find a, a medium where we can talk about things that we don't like and it's okay yeah. And not be bullied and saying, why would you say that? Yeah. Right. Everybody right. come after you. Correct. That's right. Yeah. I agree. And I want to echo off what Melissa said as far, sure. far as the industry and how difficult it is sometimes to get to radio. But the great thing about the Internet is that she's reaching people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Unlike when she was an artist years ago, when we were artists years ago, you would have to work it here. Then you have a whole separate team 
that yes. gets the record placed overseas. That's a whole, and then you have to give them an extra single for the album and all that. That's right. Yeah. Right. So it's it's much better in that aspect because look, she's Grammy. She didn't she didn't have a label, and she's Grammy nominated. You know, yeah. trying to get this Grammy nomination. So I yes. mean, and one aspect of this, but I think it's good. It puts the power back in the artist's hand. In your hands. And yeah. when that, whatever she sells, and Melissa sells twenty thousand, thirty thousand, that goes to her. Yeah. There's no middleman. So I yeah. think it's a great thing at this point. The hardest part is the marketing, but yes. you know, you just have to be savvy with it and. Okay, it'd be great to sell a million records, but if you sell five thousand, ten thousand, you could. It did good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You did great. And you go on to the next project. It's not always about getting that super hit record, but you it's about creating it a body of work. That's what it's all about. Yes. Ah, okay. Well, uh, let's touch on the, while we're it's still hot, let's touch on the Grammy consideration. You are mm -hmm. being considered for a Grammy, Melissa, and you need folks to go out and vote. Is that correct? Yes, yes. What happens is that you, you, uh, uh, you go through the Grammy process, and I am on the official ballot for consideration of a possible Grammy nomination. And right. uh, uh, they used to have two phases of it. Now they only have one phase, which is wonderful. So this is it. Uh, we have two days left. Uh, October 23rd is the last day to vote if you're a Grammy member and there it is footprints of an angel i'm promote like a bug ain't i that's right that's right no i love it right. i promote like a bug right. i love it that's right i love it, I love it. it, it, it looks supposed it, to it looks good that's yes. right it, yes. it, it looks good and and i and i may say that uh I had a chance to to watch the video and listen to it. It oh, is beautiful. The, the song. And, yes. and I was saying to myself, "Boy, Melissa still got it. She still oh, got it." Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank Absolutely. Well, a, the the song is up for best uh, traditional R&B performance and best R&B song. We wanted to put it in the visual media for uh, the movie, but uh, they didn't have an official release for the movie. So they told me possibly next year I'll be able to do. It once the movie comes out worldwide, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're, uh, you're in oh, the movie. Oh yes, I play Nana. Can you believe that? I play <laughs> Nana. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, what kind of wig y'all want me to wear? <laughs> <laughs> My image is everything. What you want me to? But they put me in a real nice, nice, nice wig, and I play like a younger kind of mother, and then I play a Nana. And I play the part of, of uh, the mother whose uh, daughter went out in the streets and, and did drugs and got with the wrong people. Then she cleaned herself up and came back home. And we were so happy to have her. She had a, a, you know, a son. And when she came home, she found out she had cancer and she died. Mm. And I mm. have to sing at my own daughter's funeral. And that's where Ooh. Footprints comes from. Because Footprints of an Angel is a song about remembering the lost loved ones. And I thought it was so important to do something like that with the pandemic and the COVID and everything that we went through because right. we lost so many people. But you know, you don't want to be sad all the time. You want to remember mm -hmm. them in a good way. You know, right. like I'm going to remember all the memories that we have and you'll always be walking and you'll always be talking with me because you're my footprints of an angel. And that's what the song is about. Tell our viewers and our listeners where they can go to see the video and listen to the song. Oh, 
everywhere. Uh, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora. Tidal gave me my own page. You know, it's, wow. it's just wonderful. And uh, of course, YouTube, you can go see the video. I have a Vivo and then I have my own channel. Yeah. And bye, bye, bye. <laughs> right, right. That's it. Right. Download, download, download. Download, download. download. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> well, incredible. Well, okay, so we've got about one minute before we go to break, and then we, okay. we'll, we'll come back and talk uh, with uh, you guys uh, more. But I just want to remind people that uh, you can go to HarlemAmerica.com, and uh, we'll have the uh, show up there uh, for you to uh, check out on demand. And in a few weeks, we'll have this video up on our TV channel, so you can check us out at HarlemAmerica.com, Harlem America TV. I'm G. Keith right. Alexander, and we're going to take a break. We'll come back with Melissa Morgan and Mr. Jeff Red in just a sh few short shakes. Yeah, that's right. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business. Making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint of heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. You're listening to Harlem America. I love it a lot. For entertainment. Check it out. Check it out. Empowerment and health and wellness. Ha Harlem America. The home of Glasso Smart Water is Harlem America. Harlem America, where Coca-Cola is helping you enjoy less sugar. You're listening to Harlem America, talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Thank you so much, Kevin. And uh, we are here now with uh, Jeff Red and Melissa Morgan. And Melissa, I must say, I've seen you walking out of oceans all over the world okay <laughs> i've seen you in so many different bathing suits and, and, and different color wigs and and, and, and and everything uh and you just mentioned you're going to aruba for your birthday that's in december yeah. will, will yeah. we see you walking out of the the ocean there too Yes, I, I have owned a place in Aruba for 22, probably over 22 years. Yeah, and I celebrate my birthday there. It's right across the street from the water. So we just come out and just walk to the beach and 
That healing, that healing beach water is everything. Now let me tell you about those bikinis. Yeah, I write in a book called Bikini Mode. Mm. Yeah, because everybody talks about me and my bikini. Because I really hate one-piece bathing suits, and I've always worn bikinis. So I'm writing a book about that, about all the years that I've worn bikinis and stuff like that. And you know what I'm saying? And, and, and keep and keeping that body just that 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 shape because you know we go up and down. <laughs> so so, so yes, we'll we have fo- so we'll have photographs of all of the different bikinis and stuff. Yeah, from from the beginning to <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting older now. But, <laughs> the workout the workout is hard. That's all right. That's all right. That, that's okay. At least you're still here and you're that's still right. doing your thing and you're yeah. you're enjoying life. Absolutely. Yeah, and so, I went to Dubai. I tell you, oh my God, a millionaire's paradise, Jeff. I tell you, yes, yes. Take, take, take my girl there. Take my girl there. I'll tell you exactly where to go. Absolutely, I heard so much. Perfect. Perfect. Yes, yes. (laughs) Can't wait. Can't wait. So, 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 Jeff, tell us about your your. uh, How long ago did you get married? I got married June twenty fifth. June 25th. Okay. And obviously she's a big fan of yours. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, she knew who I was, but she didn't come to see me. She came to see Melissa. <laughs> you know, but I snatched her from her like, get over here. So I did. Fantastic. So tell us, what are you doing uh, presently? Still performing, doing a lot of shows. And um, I'm currently a school board trustee in Malvern in New York. Oh, so great. Now, that's a, a very lot. important position. A very what? important position, not only because of the huge budget that you're responsible for, but also to make sure that these kids have a safe environment and also to implement policies as well. So it's been a, a, a great adventure so far. It's been two years. This is my third year. It's a three-year term. So um, we have done a lot. We have a new superintendent, Dr. Bennett Conroy, who's doing a, 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 a great job, man. such a great job. And I'm very happy now to be a part of this whole Mount Vernon, New York uh, school board trustee system because the change is really about to happen now. Excellent. Nice. And uh, so now you actually... I guess came to fame through the uh, New Jack hip hop uh, type of uh, uh, yes. era. The New Jack swing era, yes. I came about the New Jack swing era um, where Uptown Records, Andre Harrell, God rest his soul, um, had signed me to Uptown um, in 1988, November 8th, 1988. It's crazy. And, um, from then on, that's when, you know, I got in the music business because I was working at General Motors on assembly line oh, in really? Tarrytown, New York. Yes. And that's where a young man knew that I was performing and he bought me a cassette of his daughter performing. And um, that lady happened to be Mary J. Blige and I mm. passed the tape on to get her her deal. That was uh, a while ago. She was young too, 17. So you were instrumental in, uh, in in discovering Mary J. Blige. Oh yeah, I got the tape. Yeah, I got the cassette tape. She was doing a Anita Baker song and I liked what I heard and gave it to Andre and he signed it. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I, I saw a video of you recently at Dave Shepard's uh, 70th birthday party where uh, you were performing and, and I saw mm-hmm. all these women uh, kind of, <laughs> you know, like, you know, they were enthralled with your, your performance and so forth mm-hmm. and so on. And, and I, I saw a lot of how can I say, m- mature women also. Right, right. You better watch yourself, GK. Choose your words carefully, brother. <laughs> Choose your words carefully, brother. So okay. obviously, they were with you in the New Jack era as well, okay? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that's that's the beautiful part about, you know, starting out young and growing up. But the hard part is, like, when you start out young and people see you young and they always want to see you that way. And I think that's been a tough thing for artists as well, because in their minds, I have to be this weight. I have to have this black hair. I can't have gray hair. Everybody says, you know, everybody telling me to dye your beard and dye your hair. And I don't want to walk around with black hair and all that. You know, I earned this stuff. This was earned. This is earned, man. This this tells the story. The wrinkles, all that stuff tells a story, man. So I don't want to take that away. I concur with you because uh, there was a while that uh, I didn't want to have any gray hair on my head at all, and I used to get it dyed. And, yeah. uh, <clears throat> and after about four years of doing that, I, I looked in the mirror one day and I said, "Wait a minute, hold it! You know, I just like you said, right. I earned this. I mean, you you know, earned this and, gray I'm, hair, and I'm man. blessed to still be alive. Absolutely, so, hey, yeah. That's the main thing, man. You know? That's the main thing. And I get it, yeah. you know, I don't knock anybody who does it, but I just know that growing up in the industry, man, you really have choices to make when it comes time to like getting back out there, your weight, your hair, you know, your voice. And like you said, by God's grace, Melissa and I have been able to sustain our voices and, and yeah. you know, take care of ourselves. And I think a lot of that is genes too, because, you know, ain't like we always doing the perfect thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So by God's grace, we're still able to get our hand work and still look presentable enough for the people to see. And I think that's the most important thing. Because important. you know what, what made me keep my gray hair? I remember what? watching Soul Train. And it was a group where I think it was three sisters and a father, which was a staple singer. The staple Pop Staples, right? Pop Sting- Staples had great afro, and I thought that was yeah. so cool. Yeah. And nobody yeah. talked about he looked old. We knew that was their father. He was pop. But, like, yeah, he was cool. <laughs> he was cool. That's right. He was cool, man. So at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping mine. You mentioned Soul Train. I I had a commercial on Soul Train when I first got into to commercials and voiceovers back in the seventies. Uh, I had an Afro Sheen commercial that ran on Soul Train. <laughs> Let's let, let me Saturday. in. Let me see if you still got it, GQ. Let me in. Right. Well, 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 funny you should say you still got it because Copper Cunningham. Uh, I don't know if you know who she is. She was the the actual uh, uh, principal model. On, well, oh, we, principal. we were both principals, mm-hmm. but she was the the actual uh, uh, person that asked me. Uh, she says, and what do you want? And I said, nothing I can't get from Afro Sheen. And I took my cap off and my hair was braided. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I had, you know, and so I, I saw Don Cornelius one time and I said, Don, I said, uh, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, my commercial ran on Soul Train and, and I made $10,000 from that commercial. Woo! And he said, and he, and he says, 
man, I'm glad somebody's making some money with Soul Train. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was back That's in the not. 70s. But let me That's tell you anything. I just got booked for the Soul Train cruise for 2024. Oh, really? I love it. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I love it. Oh, That's hot. Now look I at it. Segway. How yeah, we segue yeah. into everything. I did right, it right. in like 2019, I think. And they, 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 they bring you know, back. then the, the pandemic and all that happened, they're bringing me mm-hmm. back in 2024. Uh-huh. So I'll yes. be on the Soul Train cruise of 2024. They book actually a year in advance. Oh, so okay. right. just, yeah. Uh-huh. It's I, I've I've often thought about going on that uh, cruise. Tell me, what is what is it like? Oh my God, you must go! You must go! It is like a big Soul Train R&B music family reunion. Wow! Yes, yes. yes. And the last time I was on there, uh, George Clinton was on there. Oh my God, Gladys Knight, oh, Smokey wow. Robinson. Really? Oh, it was just—it was awesome. And they do—they play games. They do the Soul Train yes. games and stuff with you. It's you have to go. Yeah, tell me you want to come. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'll, I'll let you introduce me. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll let you introduce oh. me. Stay. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, that, that'll be beautiful. How many days uh, are you out to see? Um, usually they pick me up and uh, they'll probably have like somebody big like Patty or something like that and they have them on there and they get like the first couple of days and then like, you know, I don't want to say the secondary, but then the other artists come on. That's so sad. Go ahead, Alicia. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to say that the secondary artists like me. We and then the secondary right. artists like me, we come right, on, right. you know, like no, that's, that and blow, and blow the roof off. Yeah, and, 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 and make and it a do, tough act to follow. Yes, they do one show, then they have us do like two or three. Come on, Melissa, do the tribute to Aretha Franklin. Come on, Melissa, sing <laughs> after midnight. Come on, Melissa. <laughs> yes, yes. Now that's come, cool. Those- we, we become the celebrity lounge app. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Those cruises are great. I did the time like joining, and I'm also on the Capital Jazz Cruise in January. Uh-huh. I'll be hosting on there this, this oh. year uh, at oh, an no on, on the cruise. Yeah, so that should be yeah. cool, too. Yeah. Now, the whole t- the whole time you're on the the, 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 the ship or the boat, uh, uh-huh. are, right. are you walking amongst your fans? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's when you, you get them. Yeah, yeah and you know, on the CDs. Tom Joyner cruise, they had a rule though. You can't. Uh, I think Tom Joyner had a, a rule where you couldn't approach the artist at a certain time, so artists had a chance to like kind of take Literally, it easy. Because you're walking yeah, around. Yeah, I did Tom Joyner you know? too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was wonderful. So, you, you know? but yeah, you're amongst your people. You're having a good time, and um. You know, you're seeing all the artists that you know, and you'd be surprised at the artists that know you. And you're like, that's oh, you right. Know yeah, you're yeah, like, you know yeah, me. That's right, you know, so it's cool. It's, it's a great time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a great time. That's beautiful. So, all right, uh, you know, Roy Ayers. Yes. I, 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 I don't know if I told you, but Roy Ayers, one day we were sitting in a bar somewhere. This is uh, back in the 70s. And I'm just, you know, radio guy sitting at the bar talking to Roy Ayers. And Roy says to me one time, uh, uh, he says to me, uh, G. Keith, why don't we go in the studio? And I said, yeah. to do what? And he says, 
record something. I said, uh, uh, okay. The very next day, he had lyrics and the music, and I go into the studio, and I record my first and only single with Roy Ayers. And wow. uh, it, it, it was called Sneakers, and the other side was called A, a Mother's Blues. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came out on the on the Polydor record label, and um, Frankie Crocker wouldn't play it. <laughs> the first few, I was working with Frankie, but but uh, but Frankie wouldn't play my record. Then finally, <laughs> after about two weeks, Frankie started playing it, and uh, the the rest is history. N- nothing happened for me. That's why, <laughs> but yo, you got the voice on, so he was good. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's so, wonderful. So now, speaking of Roy Ayers, he's going to be on this show with you guys. Uh, yes. Tell me a little bit about the show. It's going to be at Black Spectrum out in Queens, Black Spectrum Theater. Mm-hmm. And yes. are and are you guys kicking off the season for them, or the season has already started? I, I'm not sure about that, but I think um, um, we're we're one of the bigger holiday shows they have coming. So yeah. um, and it, it's wonderful. I've, I've uh, done an interview with Roy Ayers. You know, Roy Ayers used to work for a magazine too. Oh really? And, uh, yeah, he interviewed me. I went to his house. Uh, it was just wonderful. You know, he's he's got one of those um, what do you call those old type of uh, rich houses that Manhattan has with all the rooms. You know, really? it's yes, like, yeah. Yes, it's wow. really, really, really nice. And he's such a wonderful person and his daughter. So um, I'm looking forward to working with him again. I, I think the last, the last time I seen him, I did something with Najee in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and he was on the show. So I'm really looking forward to working with him again. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. When, uh, yeah. You know, he, he's really a very, uh, every, every time I've been in his presence, we've always had great laughs, belly laughs. He is a funny, funny guy. And uh, he plays this this xylophone, I guess you can call yes. it, a vibraphone, yeah. xylophone, whatever it is. Xylophone. Uh-huh. Vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he plays them with the, I mean, it's going to be a great show. I, I, oh, it's going to be crazy. I, I just know, you know. I can't yeah. wait. I'm excited yeah. about it. Everybody go get your tickets. Um and we're going to have a good time tonight. And I think they're doing a special um, uh, for a little bit. If you buy one, you get one or something like that. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're really supporting the, you know, the Black Spectrum Theater. They're, they're doing Absolutely. wonderful things. And, and we have to support the, the, the theaters in the community. That's, sure. that's very important. Correct. I mean, Correct. I know we all want to do Madison Square Garden and the Beacon and all mm-hmm. those things, but we also have to support the Black Spectrum Theater and what they're doing as well. For sure. Correct. So Correct. if you want to get tickets uh, to see uh, Roy Ayers, Melissa Morgan, and Jeff Red, blackspectrum.net, blackspectrum.net. The phone number is 718-723-1800. That's 718-723-1800 for a great show. Uh, and I, the show is Jazz, R&B, and Dance. That's yes. The, yes, yes, fantastic. yes, yes. So, and it's November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving. November, Black yeah. Friday. 
but it'll be uh, Red Friday that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do no shopping then. I don't know about you. <laughs> I haven't done it in so long. The last time I went out, I think I just got a television and walked out the store. It's just crazy. I hope and you, you pay for it. Shopping. Wait, wait, I do wait, a lot wait, of my shopping online now. Wait, wait, did mm-hmm. you pay for it? You said you just got a television and walked out the store. Did you pay for it before you left? Next subject, GK. Next subject, please. <laughs> Let's move forward, man. The, the credit card I, paid for it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, okay. Mike, like I said, let's move forward, G. <laughs> <laughs> the credit card paid for it. <laughs> so, so uh, Melissa, uh, have you any regrets? Is, is there anything that you had to give up in order to become Melissa Morgan that we know today? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think um, even though I love it and I, I really have no regrets, I wish kind of um, you you miss out spending time with your family mm-hmm. some, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the money calls, the career calls, the commitment calls. Mm-hmm. And, and so you miss some birthdays, you miss some, you know, family events and stuff like that. And that, that would be like the only thing that, that I regret is spending more time with my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Jim? Yeah, yeah, I can echo the same thing. Spending time with, with my family. I have four sons. Oh. And, um, you know, watching them, I've seen most of them grow up um, for the most part. But, you know, you want to spend those times. You're missing games, basketball stuff, you know, school. So, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I don't call it a regret. I'm sorry I couldn't be there, but, you know, I had to go out and make the money, you know. And yeah. that was, you know, a man is always told you have to provide and protect, you know. Yeah. So when you do that, it's still a problem, you know? Yeah. And, and so, I, <laughs> you know, you do what you have to do. But by God's grace, man, I still have a great relationship with all my sons. And um, now one, my youngest, my oldest son is producing. He's now producing records. He has a few projects out there, man, that's doing very well. So, you know, his name is F.A. Beats, J.F.E. Beats. And you can buy all this stuff on um, iTunes, all, of, all the digital platforms. So, you know, wow. he's going to take it and moving on. All right. But that's yeah. beautiful that dad can promote his son's uh, a, a musical career. You know, Absolutely. that's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Uh, now, uh, Melissa, aside from, oh, when will the movie come out? The movie <coughs> footprint Chuck, of an angel. Chuck, I, I hope so. <laughs> Uh, 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 well, I well, see the trailer, you know, and, and it looks good. And I, I spoke to the producer and he said, you know, they're starting their promotion campaign. So I'm, I'm hoping within the next, you know, month or so, a couple of months, it'll be out. I, to- I told him, I said, don't release, release it during Christmas. You'll die. Uh, you, yeah, know? Yeah. you know, because there's right. so many major right. things that come out. So, you know, I, if he doesn't release it, you know, by November 15th, I, I would say January. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Well, we'll yeah. be looking for it. And, we, and, and, and you know what? I'm excuse me, G. I'm going to say something to you, Melissa. I remember when I got my deal and 
got my deal in 88. So everybody, oh, Jeff Ray got his deal. Uh-huh. When your record coming out? My record coming out next year. You know, we're working on it now. My record did come out for two years, right? Oh, so that taught me not to tell people when something's when, coming out right. until you know it's coming out. So it'll yeah. come out when it's supposed when to come out. out. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 had, I had a radio guy say to me the other day, he said, well, when is the movie coming out? Because, you know, Melissa, you're like, you're like the, the little girl that cries wolf. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right, right, right. So wow. I said, like you said, when is it coming out? It's coming out soon. That's it's what it's coming soon. out. Okay. Right, soon. that's it. All right. Well, hey, guys, we're going to take a short break real quick, and we'll be back real soon. Now, this hold is on, G-P, hot, hot I don't America. cut you off. I told him I had to take off at 145, so... I'm going to have to sign off and um, thank you for the interview. And I want to say that November 25th, I'll be with my girl, the young lady who introduced (laughs) me to the woman of my life who who took me out of Fool's Paradise and took me into the Do Me Baby world. You know, I want to thank her as well. But thank you for the interview. I want to say you're doing a great job. I still know who you are. We still oh, respect you in the community, man. Yes. And I, I think it's Thank so important you. that you're still doing what you're doing. So Wonderful. check it out, Malvern in New York. I love you. Jeffrey, Jai, Jay, Jaden, Christian, and Calvin. That's my new stepson. So my six sons, I just want to say I love you to my beautiful wife, Teresa. I love you. Thank yes. you. Melissa, I love you. Thank and you. Keith, I love you too, brother. God Thank bless you. Brother. I love you I as well. I will see you guys later. Take care. All okay. right. <laughs> and, on, and on that, we're going to take a break and be right back with the wonderful, beautiful Melissa Morgan. It's just me. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio podcast to establish fame, fortune, and followers for your small business? People listen to them, they subscribe to them, and they love them. As a small black business owner, doesn't that sound like something that you'd like to be a part of? Well, you can when you hire the radio podcast pros at Harlem America Digital Network. Imagine, you'll have a team of creative and technical professionals at your disposal and a one-hour weekly radio podcast to spread the word about your business, making your business successful with its own media is not for the faint at heart, but it can happen with a Harlem America radio podcast talk show. Get a free consultation by emailing gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com or call D. Daniels at 480-553-5741 today. Harlem America. It's about Harlem. Harlem is my town. Carver Bank, where 80% of every dollar is reinvested in the community. Harlem America, the home of Coca-Cola Zero. You're listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. To reach our show live today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Also, you can send an email to gkeithalexander at harlemamerica.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, so, hey, uh, we're with Melissa Morgan. And, Melissa, one of the most popular places, clubs, restaurants in New York City back in the 80s and the 90s, The Cellar. Yes. You, you were performing in the cellar. So was Felicia, uh, Phyllis Hyman and, and folks like that. Yes. But, but was that where you got discovered or, or what? 
it, it really was kind of because before then it was just you know school and and talent shows but then um i went and auditioned for this band for this guy called johnny kemp oh yes johnny <laughs> kemp i remember uh, johnny Yes, he had this band at the cellar, and, and Brad Johnson and his father owned the cellar. Yes, and I went yes. and auditioned to be the female uh, singer of, of the band. And uh, I got the gig, and I worked at the cellar for many years. We did three shows on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it was me, Johnny Kemp, and Timmy Allen, who, who wound up going with Change and, and Luther. And that's where I met Patti LaBelle. Really? Uh, yes, Patty LaBelle came to see me sing because uh, Norma brought her on her birthday to see me sing. And Patty came up on stage and sang with me. And I've been Patty LaBelle's little niece ever since then. And that's where <laughs> I met Shaka Khan. Yeah. And I was able to go out on tour and, and sing background with Shaka Khan because of the seller. And that's where I met Vesta. Vesta Williams, may she rest in peace. Uh, I've met yes. so many people. So it used to be the cellar, and remember, it used to be under the stairs, and it used to be uh, McHale's. Yes. Remember McHale's? There you go. Oh, yes. my God, yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah, those were all of the watering holes that we all used yeah. to hang out in, you know? And those and places you, used to be... They yeah. they used to be jam packed. I mean, it was almost like, yes. forgive my vernacular. I learned this in Marine Corps. It used to be asshole to belly buttons. It was, <laughs> it, it was so jam packed, you know. Yes. And, and Johnny Kemp used to walk on the bar with the glasses. He was so good. Oh, yeah. He rests in peace. I remember him. That's where I met the Isley Brothers. They came to hear me sing. It was just a wonderful place that, that artists and, and celebrities could come and nobody would tell their business. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. They could come That's and celebrate right. and drink their little drinks and have their fun, have their <laughs> birthday parties and all that. Nobody would bother them. We would sing and they'd come on stage and sing with us. And it was just wonderful. Actors, Denzel Washington, all of them came through there. It was wonderful. Yes. That was it. It was 90, 90th. No, not 90th, but 94th yeah. off of Columbus Avenue. Yeah, That's right. Like that. Yeah. So now all these hits that you've had, uh, have you written the songs yourself? Yes, yes. I, you can't see my 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 gold awards. This is with Jay Z. You know, wow. um, yeah. This with Mary J. Blige because she did something of mine. Wow. LL Cool J. Yes. Uh, and you know what we're trying to do now? Believe it or not, all these songs that I wrote, especially with Fool's Paradise, because everybody loves to do Fool's Paradise and, mm -hmm. and, and, and you know the beat and rap over it. But beautiful. I don't have a go record for Doobie Baby. You don't? No. Well, I have, why not? I have a, 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 a Diamond Platinum Award for singing background on Whitney Houston's first album, you know, mm -hmm. Whitney, but I don't have a a go record for Doobie Baby. So we are talking to Capitol, which is now Universal, to get all that straightened up because what happened, I didn't get it because as soon as uh, I was about to get it, the whole system went from, you know, uh, the numbers, the record company doing the numbers to SoundScan. Ah, uh, yes. You remember that? that? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, so we have this, Capital has their numbers of 400 or something thousand, and then SoundScan has theirs with blah, blah, blah. But with all the streaming and everything, we are 100% sure that it's gold now. So we are working with the powers that be 
to get the RIAA to certify Do Me Baby Go. So uh, it's crazy out here, I tell you. <laughs> and, and, and Do Me Baby was what kicked it off for you, right? Yes, yes, that was uh, my big solo solo thing i i did things before then keep in touch body to body that was huge but that was a group thing and um some other stuff but uh do me baby was my big solo breakout yeah and you've had what six successful albums thus far yeah 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 i haven't had that many i talked to Najee and will down and they talk about 20 something albums that they've had and i'm like oh my god i don't think i could have done it <laughs> I can, I, i'm one of those that you know i i gotta marinate with it you know i was one like once a year once a year and a half or every two years i i just i can't pop out records like every six months i can't do it now I, i'm happy for them yeah but i I've got six good ones, I think. <laughs> and the most successful song that you've written to date would be what? Fool's Paradise uh, and Do You Still Love Me. Those would be the most successful songs that I've written. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about people getting in this industry Oh, now. great, cool. Yeah. Let, let me just tell people, make sure you cross your I's and you dot your T's because when you first come out, just like myself, um, you get you get this advance from the major labels and then the record comes out and they spend all this money on you promoting it and everything like that. And uh, you go through maybe two or three albums like that and you don't see any return. You just get the advance and you really don't see any return from the money because they're spending, they're spending, they're, they're paying for videos, they're paying for all that. Make sure you cross your I's and dot your T's because then 20 years later, 20 years later, after they've made all their money, there's money waiting for you. Oh, really? Yeah. So just recently, now Universal now owns Capital. Mm -hmm. And they call me up because my publishing is with Capital. So they call me up and they say, Melissa, we've got this money for you from Capital. And we go, I go, oh, I, I'm already getting my publisher money, which is very well. I got a wonderful publishing deal with Universal Music Group. They said, no, this is something from Capital, from you being an artist. And you, know, you think of, oh, well, you know, they spent millions. I've never going to see anything except for the advance you know and they said no 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 let's get this filled out and get everything together because <laughs> we were sending it to your account but now it's time for you to get what you're supposed to get because he passed away oh. so um, i'm like okay well, i i don't know what it is and then this year in march i get this check for you know a hundred and something thousand dollars and you go Ooh. And here it comes. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you cross your I's and dot your T's because when you're doing it, when you're in the thick of it, you might not get it. But 10, 15, 20 years later, you might get a nice little gift in the mail. Boy, <laughs> you gee. Know? Well, you know, uh, funny you should say that because I, I read where a few years ago where Sly Stone finally – made some money on all the songs that he, he that he recorded and yes. he and uh but unfortunately or for fortunately he 
became homeless or something and then he got the money and 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 that's the fortunate part about it when he really needed the money he got his that's what i'm saying yeah so so follow you know like oprah says follow your money trail always always make sure you did the right thing especially with your publishing and with your artist contracts and stuff so because everybody just thinks of the big glam i want hair i want makeup i want the fame i want to be cardi b i want to be megan the stallion you know, make sure you, you got your money together. <laughs> That's more important. Yeah. When did you, you we talked before about you in the bikinis and, and, and the wigs and, and everything. When did you decide that you were going to wear pink and orange and blue? And when did you decide to make it so colorful? Um, it, it, it came, you know, with, with people around me, you know, creative people around me saying, girl, oh, that's nice. But let me show you this with that. Let me show you that with this. Let me say, you know, and at first we was like, oh, no, I can only wear black. And and then all these wonderful colors start coming out. And it's like, OK, well, so we'll just match the blue with the blue. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll match the green with the green and the, the, the pink with the pink and the red with the red, you know, and uh, it, it's wonderful. It's a lot of fun, and my, my fans really love it. They're like, what color are you going to wear, Melissa? To, you know, we wear... <laughs> What color are you going to wear to the Grammys and what color are you going to wear to this and that? So it's, it's become like a, a, a wonderful, you know, back and forth with my fans as well. Yeah. You, you just yeah. mentioned you just mentioned the Grammys again. So so let, let's promote your Grammy uh, possible nomination and then tell people what they need to do. Yes, uh, just make people aware because it's a Grammy member vote only, but I'm up on the official ballot for your consideration for my song, Footprints of an Angel, and Best R&B Traditional Performance and Best R&B Song. So post it on your Instagram, you know, vote for Melissa, and uh, hopefully in two days we'll have some, you know, good news. I think the, the uh, official announcement comes out in November, so we're praying. It would be my first because um, the first time I went to the Grammys, I went with Freddie Jackson. Oh, really? Yes, because oh. he was nominated. I was his date. Wow! Oh, wow! Wow! Now you and Freddie were 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 both with Hush Productions at one time, right? Yes, with, with Auntie Melba. Yes, and her husband. And that was uh, Hush Productions was. Uh, the production company was a Motown of New York. That's right. It Isn't really that the was. truth? It, yeah, because we had right. Lilo and uh, yeah. Oh, I tell them, no, no, yeah, Kashif, we had all of them. So um, so I tell people, go on my 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 uh, social media. I have the uh, For Your Consideration flyer up there and just share that because we have to be careful of Grammy symbols and all that. And when you put the Grammy, it has to say, you know, the, the registered mark. So go Go on my uh, um, uh, social media, Melissa Morgan one on Instagram or Melissa Morgan on Facebook or whatever, and pull the flyer from there. You know, don't make your own flyer because you know it might be <laughs> trouble. Yeah, <laughs> they have rules and regulations. It's, it, yeah, so. Well, you know, this has been wonderful uh, speaking with you and Jeff Red, and uh, letting folks know that you're going to be out at uh, the Black Spectrum Theater on November yes. 25th. 
out yes. in Queens. And I, I'm so happy that that you made the time to, to come in and speak to us. Uh, and I just want you to know that um, I really, really, I'll say it again, I really love the new single, the new video, uh, Footsteps. Uh, was it Footsteps of an Footprints. Angel? Footprints, Footprints, Footprints of an Angel. Of an angel. Uh -huh. I yeah. really love that. And I want people to go and check it out wherever they can. And uh, Melissa, uh, one more thing. Do you have anything else coming up after November 25th? Oh, Miami. I'm doing the African-American Cultural Center in Miami, December 3rd. Yes. So uh, if you're in Miami, please come and see me. And uh, then I'm going to Aruba for the rest of the month and celebrate my birthday. Happy, <laughs> happy, happy <laughs> birthday in advance. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So thank you so very much. I'm glad that uh, you made the time and I was able yeah. to talk with you and be good. Yeah. I love you, and you believe me. I your voice is still oh, it's just so sensuous, so nice. Oh, thank so, you, ladies and, we, and gentlemen. We, we sorry about any of the technical stuff with the stuff falling. We just we we oh, doing the best we can. It. Okay. Yes, I understand, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. You have a great day and a better one tomorrow. And don't judge your brother or sister too harshly if you walked a mile in his or her shoes. And remember, life is tough, but you're tougher. I'm G. Keith Alexander. I'll see you next Friday on Harlem America. Thanks for listening to What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander. We'll be back next Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. in New York on the Voice America Variety Channel and the Harlem America Digital Network. Thank you for listening.